Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Circus of Life. As always, sit back, relax, whatever you do, and take a breath and enjoy this next episode. Well, what are we now? Uh, 23rd of November. Jesus, 23rd of November. Classic, one of those you look back and go, where's that bloody time gone? Because it's, it's been so long since even the last episode here. The fact that I'm sat down now, I'm like, wow. Um, I've had to, is, is this the right setup? I've had to <laughs> learn how to do it all again. But but I know, like, how are you? Are you okay? I, I really hope you're doing well. Um, we're okay over here. You know, we're still going, we're moving. Just been busy. But again, nothing nothing major. Just just little bits and pieces. Just, you know, keep ticking away and getting from A to B sort of thing before you know it. Bam. End of, de- end of December. November, beginning of December, Christmas time, yet again. And a close to 2023 is approaching. Thank God for some of us, I guess. <laughs> but but no, so yeah, I've been busy. Uh, like I said, not doing anything major. But but it'd be nice to have a catch up and, and talk about some things. And, and you know, over the last month or since the last episode, there's been loads of little snippets of conversations I've had with people where I'm like, Oh yeah, I like that. I'm I, I get that. That's that's fun to talk about. That's interesting. Um, and I thought that'd be good to bring it to the podcast. But then I just never got around to actually sitting down and doing it. It's a classic, you know. You've you've got the weekend free, and then last minute you, something pops up, or you're going to go see some family, see some friends here and there. And then the last thing you want to do is sit down and set up and do other bits and pieces. And like I say, I never want to force these things. So you know, when they come around naturally, we get to record and it's fun, and we get to have a bit of time together again. Press pause on life. You know, or what have we been doing? Well, I guess let's get the doom and gloom out of the way. Uh, start of the month, my auntie passed away, uh, which was a real shame. Not a shock, but you know, never, never fun, never nice. You know, the, the family doesn't need that, and so it was kind of sorting that out, being there for people who need to be there. You know, attending the funeral, things like that, and then, and then carrying on. Which is a strange thing, because um, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine recently as, as well, who, who's also had a family member pass away, and it's it is a bizarre thing. Um, I guess for context, I wasn't, I was, ve- I was very close to my auntie, but not, um, not so close that you know it, it, it really broke me. You know, I was, I was quite stable. I was like, okay, this, yeah, I, I, I'm gutted. I'm sad. Um, but it didn't ruin me. I was I was able to provide support for other people. But anyway, I was talking to my friend about about the passing of a family member, or, or I guess applies to friend as well. And it's it's bizarre, isn't it? Because they're just gone, and I d- I didn't see her all that often anyway. But even still, it's it's a, it's a different type of feeling. And and then you attend the funeral, and it, it you know it's, it was a lovely funeral, you know as nice as those things can be, and it, it it's respectful, and and it's all that it needs to be, and then you have you know a bit of family time afterwards, you know share some stories, all that sort of thing, catch up, and end on a light note, which we did, and it was lovely. And then then you drive home, you make your dinner, you watch TV, and you go to bed, and and I think that that carrying on notion is is bizarre. Uh, takes a couple of days to get used to, I think, depending on the you know the the, the gravity of the loss, um, and so we agreed that it's just a it's just a weird feeling, which I imagine you, you never get used to, you know, 
fortunately I've not had to attend many funerals in my time obviously as you know as as we age we get older you know part of life you you end up seeing more and more of that side of things um but yeah that was just a a, a thought and I wonder I wonder if any of of you kind of relate to that or have any different sort of feelings to it or or perhaps have have not been to a funeral or, or felt that sort of loss yet but you know it's interesting and it was nice talking to my friend about it because you know we we share the common ground it's like oh you're saying all the things that I thought as well and that you know that's that's, that's quite a nice a bit of community sort of thing there so I thought hey let's put it out there let's share it um, because at the end of the day that's that is a a part of what this is that community thing connection you don't have to talk about it directly but just hearing someone say oh I felt this that and you go oh I feel seen I feel heard you know um so yeah that was that let's move on from that because life life flies by again if, you know off the back of that move you, you like i say moving into things um straight back down to hitchin and straight back into work working in the wine bar working lots in the wine bar really enjoying that at the minute it's such a lovely environment and if you like wine then obviously it's good <laughs> if you don't like wine then not so good but you know it's it's been fun when you're working with people you enjoy being around who you willingly hang out with outside of work as well you know it's it's a it's a great environment so been enjoying that uh been been reading quite a bit as well been reading some fiction some non-fiction as well been reading some some like science-based stuff anatomy sort of stuff which i will get to a bit later on because it links to something else um i want to talk about but yeah reading wise really enjoying my my fantasy you know i like the fantasy stuff i'm reading uh the burning god at the minute, which is the final book in the Poppy War trilogy, written by R. F. Quang. Now you might recognise that name. She's quite a prolific author, currently, especially this year, um, as she wrote the book Babel or Babel. Uh, someone let me know how to pronounce that because I'm never too sure. And also Yellowface, both very successful books. You know, seen it all over, all over classics waterstone smiths and all that and i've heard wonderful things about those books and i am going to read them uh but i'm going to finish this first finish this this poppy war trilogy um which i'm really enjoying great escape great writing it's it's sort of about it's set in ancient china and kind of draws upon chinese myth and legend uh natural geography of the place um but then blends in this fiction narrative of this classic sort of uh ruffian child sort of breaks out their poverty stricken land and then gets into this this college and le- learns all these skills and then oh discovers she's got shamanic powers and then it kind of builds off that and um well i'm on the third book near at the end so it must be good because i'm smashing through it so that's really fun what else have we read um interesting uh the satsuma complex by bob mortimer um, a friend lent that to me, uh, a wonderful friend, Holly Ashman, who I did Sidmouth with, a fellow actor, and yeah, we, we went to go see a show the other week, and she brought this along and said, oh, I'll just finish this, and I thought you might like it, I thought, great, thank you, and it's not something I'd pick up myself, I, I've seen it in the shots, but I, I wouldn't have bought it for myself or, or chosen to read it, but I thought, oh, I will give it a go, and you know, it took me two chapters to kind of get used to the writing and the start, because I'm, I'm kind of so heavily involved in fantasy at the minute, um, but I actually really enjoyed it. And 
and I could feel sort of if you know Bob Mortimer as the comedian, you can kind of feel his own uh, comedy in there, his humour, which which was fun, and I, I did find it a quite humorous book, um, which I enjoy. I think it's hard to to put humour into a book, you know, a- actual laughing out loud as opposed to just that that nasal sniff, <laughs> you know. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it and ha- actually had a really good story. It was like almost like a, uh, how would you say it? A crime, yeah, it was a crime sort of thriller-esque narrative, but with a Bob Mortimer, Mortimer comedic storytelling aspect, which was really fun. So, I, you know, I, I do, I recommend it, The Satsuma Complex. And what else? I've read quite a few books, but I'm picking out the good ones. Um, oh, this was brilliant. Uh, the Woman in Black. Now, I read my first horror book earlier this year, The Exorcist, which, which earned a spot straight in my in the best books I've ever read, which I was quite surprised at. Um, and then a friend lent me The Woman in Black as well because just they had it knocking about. So I thought, great, I'll give it a go. And yeah, obviously it's, it's quite, you know, old. It's just a, it's not classic literature, but, you know, it's an older text. Um, and that com- that does come across in the, the language used a little bit, but still really great book. Obviously, the film is quite popular as well, and I've I've seen both the films, um, and it is very similar, very close. I think in the f- in the film, there's a lot more jump scares, and there's more of a a scary aura about the woman in black because you can actually put a physical presence on it on screen, you know. Whereas in the book, there's less jump scares because obviously you can't. How do you put a jump scare in a book? <laughs> you know, but the 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 world building was fantastic. The the ability to create atmosphere, and it was quite a chilling atmosphere. I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. You know, just describing a man walking down a corridor towards a door that he heard a knock behind, sort of thing. But yeah, I was really quite on edge reading. It. I was like, oh my god, what what is? Oh, I just knocked my. Uh, oh my god, what is he going to find in there, sort of thing. Um. And yeah, and, and I read it in a day. It's quite a short book. Um, but recommend, recommend for good text. So that's what we're up with reading, which is good. What are you reading? Do do let me know. I think I think reading is a topic I talk about with everybody. Oh, I'm like, you know, go for a coffee with a friend. Are you reading anything at the minute? Then we start talking about those sorts of things and you get some ideas to, okay, I'll look in that direction, I'll look in that direction. Like you need more books on your bookshelves, right? Like you haven't got enough already, but ho-hum, we move, we keep reading, we keep... We keep ticking by. What else? Oh, this... Okay, this is this is a big thing in my life at the minute. Or will be a big thing in my life. So earlier this year, I qualified as a, a personal trainer, a PT. So I'm now a level two uh, fitness and gym instructor and a level three personal trainer. Fantastic. Woo! Chuffed. Very happy with that. And my intention is, you know, I want to to build this business. I... I I used to go to the gym and help my friends and I really enjoyed that and I want to continue doing that. Um, and and also it's a really good gig to have in between performing jobs. It's nice and flexible. It's your hours. You can control it. So goes back to that stuff I keep banging on about, that 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 life in between performing, making sure that's nice and secure, um, which is which is what, what I'm still working on, what I think we should all be, you know, conscious about and working towards. But yeah, so I've recently qualified as a personal trainer. Um, and I find that that side of things really interesting. And my intention was, because because I'm going away for Panto next week, or in less than a week now, um, 
I thought in January when I come back to Hitchin, then I'll then I'll set it up properly. I'll start the business. I've I've already uh, got a job set up at a gym, which is great. So I'll go start working there in January. Um, but I thought I've got the qualification. I'll just save it, put it on the back burner, and then we can hit the ground running in January. However, a friend of mine approached me um, a couple of weeks ago and said, "Oh, you've you've qualified now. Do you reckon we could work together?" And I, th- I thought for a second. I thought. Uh, I thought no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna you know get into it in January and really break down all the all the details about running the business and stuff but i thought no this this would be good this would be good for me this would be good for you obviously and you're my friend i want to help you so so we started doing that and we are now we have been conducting you know a, obviously it's friends so it's you know it's a bit more informal but you know conducting that professional etiquette of a personal trainer and i've been practicing that and and learning how to work with the client on a professional basis because it's different to just working with your friends um and how to structure that, how to run that side of life. And then that comes into the other part of reading that I've been doing because everyone has different goals, different fitness goals. And so my friend came to me with, with his fitness goals and said, okay, this is what I'd like to achieve. I said, okay, fantastic. Well, let's. this is what we're going to do to start with. So we've implemented an, an initial program. And I am now delving into some more detailed stuff about some training styles that we can we can use to achieve his goals, um, which is a lot around um, marathon training and marathon running, so we're breaking down like the efficiency of of running and and breathing and rhythm and tempo and training styles that will will benefit the areas that need to improve. You know, because everyone's individual. So it's been interesting reading about that sort of stuff. That's the sort of science based things I've been looking at, and it's been it's been fun just doing dabbling a little bit in that. PT work which which will come into fruition hopefully in in the new year so that's exciting so if any of you out there are wanting to join the gym or don't know where to start or just need a bit of guidance drop me a message drop me a message if it's just you know if it's just a little a little chat you need or just some pointers then absolutely let me know we'll we'll, we'll get it sorted at the end of the day that's what it's about it's about helping people you know it's not whilst you know in the future I intend to hopefully make a, a good living from it the 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 but that's that's almost sort of secondary to to helping people sort of thing because I I do I am quite passionate about that and that kind of springboards into what else is going on next year um, because for me this last sort of well, eight months of the year has been just kind of waiting until next year um, to I feel like there's a big classic. Everyone says like, oh, new year, new me. But now I feel like there's a big opportunity for a fresh start in the new year. Just with with circumstances of this year. You know, I, I came back off the cruise and I I started, I was just staying with a friend for the time being. And then I was going to find a place to live in Hitchin, my own place. But then uh, fortunately, a couple of performing jobs came up. So I was like, okay, I'll go away and do that. And then look when I get back. But then just the way it was so in and out I was here and then I was away and then I was you know I was spending time at home as well looking after that side of things and it, it just it just never happened finding a place and that now now I'm going away for panto season I thought okay January let's let's just look to January so the idea is to come back to Hitchin in January find a place to live make it all lovely and beautiful and have just have a base have a have a little bit of a home you know somewhere to come back to which which is what I'm I'm really missing um mainly in life at the minute just just a place to call my own so really looking forward to that to getting that sorted 
mentioned how starting at the gym and starting building this PT business in January, that is exciting, a bit daunting because, you know, I, I will make mistakes because it's it's so new. I've, I've never owned a business before. I've, this is a totally different uh, type of, of career. So so looking forward to, to getting into that and learning and building on it um, because, you know, it'll only benefit me in the long run hopefully it's all very wishful thinking this but but you know i'm hopeful i trust i trust myself i trust the the plan we have in place and because of that i have also kind of said to myself with regards to performing i think the first half of next year the first few months i just need to like go pause for a minute and not take large chunks of time away and by large chunks i mean like three weeks or more I know that's not a large chunk of time, but I think with this, the stuff I want to do, like setting up the business, finding a place, if that's going to take a bit of time to settle and establish, do you know what I mean? I don't want to just get it going and then disappear for a bit and then come back and try and pick up the pieces again. I want to really settle it, get it going and have it in a position where it's safe and secure that I can go away and come back and it's not going to uh, put me back too much. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. I feel that's a sensible decision. And by no means is this me stopping performing absolutely not this is just me setting myself up so i've got so that i've got some longevity and i've got options so when the performer does come along i have a better chance of being to take on the work you know being able to go away and do it being able to sacrifice whatever's here to go and do it you know um so i'm looking forward to that but with that comes a risk because as i'm building the business i need to make money and live which i'm very aware of but in comes the wine bar to save the day. Doing some more hours there, running that sort of place, and also looking at getting my level two qualification in wine so that I can start to build my knowledge more and then start to run events there, which I think would be really fun, which right now is does I do find a bit daunting. But it will be fine. You know, there's I, I know enough and I will, by that point, know enough to be able to run some, some basic events, nothing too complicated. Running events at the Iron would be fantastic. And again, just a, a bit more stability. I get this isn't the most interesting conversation, but I think it's I think it's really important to talk about as a as a performer. So the more we drill it, the the better. And I guess leading by example, not that I think I'm the I am the oracle of of life in between, but I, I feel that you know, I, I I'm getting this motivation to find to do things by by seeing other people do stuff. Do you know what I mean? And so if, if someone hears this and go, oh, that's a good idea, I could try that. Or, or yeah, I'll, I'll take the plunge and develop this side of thing that I've been thinking about for a while. Then, yeah, yeah, go do it. Look into it. Go and do it. Because it'll only benefit you in the long run. So, yeah, that's kind of like New Year's decision and the plan. But more fun uh, chat, I guess, is, yeah, I'm going away to Panto on, on Sunday. On the 26th, I travel up to Middlesbrough because I'll be performing at the Middlesbrough Theatre in their pantomime of Cinderella, and I will be one of the ugly sisters. Outrageous! Cannot wait. How silly. Um, full face, full hair, full costumes. Do you know what I mean? I am so here for it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but it is something very, very new. And... I was talking to Alfie, my roommate, and he's been on the podcast before, you know, our good friend Alfie, uh, who has done Panto a couple of times. The last couple of years he's done Panto. 
and I was he was helping my learn my lines. And we were just running through some stuff, and we were talking about it's such a a unique style of theatre that you you really can only learn by going and doing, um, and it's not something you learn in college. You know, you don't have panto masterclass. I guess the closest thing you get is probably. I guess there's an element of clowning because you project to and invite in the audience a little bit at times, depending which character you are. Um, but the actual art of panto, you don't learn and arguably can't learn until you're on the job. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. So with like text prep, I've not, I've not done an awful lot. I've learnt it and I've played with some some of the ways to to play the jokes because obviously obviously in, in a in a usual in a regular play you would never play to the joke because that's not funny it's funny when the joke just you know the text does the work for you but with panto there's some tongue-in-cheek elements and there's loads of different devices that pantos use for you know you've got the classic sketches like the 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 dames audience interaction with it oh he's behind you oh no he isn't oh yes he's that's you know a classic one you've got um there's always like a haunted house or something like that or falling out the window a pie in the face you got those classic devices and then also the gags within the text which is usually the dame or buttons and things like that and it is a bit tongue in cheek it is i i know this is a a bit of a shit joke but it's funny in the way that we acknowledge it's a shit joke, and sometimes it's not. It just it, it just is a joke. So there's loads, loads of different fine lines, fine margins. I think you don't want to go too far with that because then it then it does become just kind of shit acting. You you got to get the balance right. I think. Um, so I've been playing around with that, but not getting too attached to any sort of way of doing things, and just find out when we get in the room. I think fortunately this year because I'm obviously one of two sisters in Cinderella. The other. The other sister is, is very well experienced in this type of role, has, has been a dame for many years and been with this company for a long time. So I'll sort of, you know, be their like apprentice, if you like. I'll, I'll go in, I'll be like, okay, you, you are well established, so you do your thing and I will I will play off you. I'll base my character off, off all this sort of stuff, you know, um, which I think is a nice freedom to have, you know, to have the ability to just watch and then play. Like, okay, I receive what you're giving me and this is how I'm responding. You know, to be able to be open, I think I think it's going to be really fun. And then also just the whole experience of of being in in Panto. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. You know, we get the work done, but we have such fun at the end of the day. And because it's a fun show, and the audience will be on board, and and it's Christmas time, it'll just be joyous. It'll just be so much fun and joyous. So that's really exciting. Also, I'm going to learn a skill set of like you know doing makeup to that kind of style. I've done a little. I've done a bit of stage makeup before, but only like stuff to to complement the lighting, not not to the point where it it doesn't actually look like me anymore. Because we had the photo shoot and I got some pictures and showed my friends, and they're like, "Oh my god, that actually doesn't even look like you." <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess that's the point. Um, but yeah, so that's really fun, and I'm looking forward to that. And I hope to keep recording over the panto season i mean I'll, I'll be with some fantastic performers so there might be opportunities for some more interviews um i'd like to come back and do some more just monologuing with you like this 
Um, because I, th- I feel like I got I got caught in a loop a little bit of having to bring a guest on and finding someone, but then I also wasn't forcing finding someone. I wasn't just grabbing any old Joe and going, come on the podcast, I need some materials. You know, if someone came about, then great, we'd bring them on. And I got stuck in a bit like, I feel like I have to bring someone new. I'm like, mm, that's not what this is. This is just sharing the space. Um, so yeah, so I've really enjoyed this. And yeah, let me know what, if any of you guys are out there doing Panto this year or what, you know, what the New Year's plans are, what you're reading, drop me an email. The email's always on the, in the description and you can find my Instagram and things there. Um, so yes, it's good to be back. Nice to talk to you. We'll end this one here, just a short one, just a little, a little catch up. And then, yeah, I promise we'll, we'll bring some, some more. I won't leave it as long because... I know that the the little community of you that do listen enjoy it and I really respect and appreciate that. So, until next time, all the best, all the love, and I'll see you soon.